Let's talk about effective advertisement copywriting in five simple steps. My name is Eric, welcome to this video. And this is gonna be geared more towards digital copywriting and everything, but technically these principles can work for any type of copywriting. But let's go ahead and get right into the computer here and you can see effective ad copywriting in five steps. But before we can get to step one, we've gotta to go to step zero, which is what is copywriting? If you're not familiar with it, or you know maybe you've heard the term, um, it's selling and persuasion using written language, basically words that sell. And it's more conversational and not always grammatically correct. It's more like you know talking to someone one-on-one. -on -one. And copywriting, basically includes text within your ads, video scripts, social media captions, website and landing page text, webinar scripts, all that different stuff is copywriting because it's basically convincing or persuading or selling someone in written format. It's basically the exact same as talking to someone one-on-one -on -one and having a conversation and trying to sell, but you're just doing it on paper or on a screen. Um, and copywriting is a huge factor or variable when it comes to if your ad is effective or not. Uh, the other stuff is like, you know, your offer and your creative and a couple other things, but your, your copywriting is very important. If your copy is bad, people won't connect with your ad. They won't, um, you know, even be interested in your offer or anything like that, or they won't even care to read more. So definitely have good copywriting um, because it'll make or break an ad. Now, step one is acknowledge or get the attention of your target market or the people that you're advertising to. Now, this becomes really easy because with the targeting options on Facebook and you know Instagram and Google and all type of stuff, you can just show ads directly to your target market and speak just to them. Um, so it makes it very easy to do this, but you need to get their attention with an enticing or interesting headline or the first line of text, and it should be short, concise, to the point um, so that they'll stop and read more. The whole point of line one is to get them to read line two and so on. Um, now some examples of this, uh, let's say I was a chiropractor that had an office or a practice in LA. I could say uh, suffering from back pain and live in the Los Angeles area. And then, you know, someone would read that and say, yes, I'm suffering from back pain and I live in LA. So I'm going to go ahead and read more. Or I'm now interested. And you can see the other ones there like, hey, local moms of Austin, Texas, you're calling out a demographic, gets them to pay attention. Um, if you're, you know, like a therapist and, uh, you know, uh, online therapist or something like that, you could say it's now possible to get therapy from your home in Florida if you were targeting people in Florida. Um, and then maybe a real estate agent could do something like ever thought of moving your family out of Oregon something like that. Um, but what this is doing is you're acknowledging and you're getting their attention. And it's kind of like a pattern interrupt where they're scrolling through Facebook and then they read or, you know, wherever, and they read something and they say, Hey, that's, that's me. That's, you know, that's uh, relevant to me and stuff like that. So you need to acknowledge them first. Now, step two is mentioning their problem. And you already did that a little bit in the headline or the, you know, the first line of text, but you need to go more into detail about their problem. And you can easily do this by putting yourself in your customer's shoes or just look at like what their life would be um, and the problem that they're having and what they would need to hear or what they would like to hear um, to get their attention. You need to create urgency within the person reading. Um, and you can connect with their emotions and get them to realize how big the problem actually is. Like some people, you know, they just put off the problem or they probably have been procrastinating on getting your product or service for a bit. And once they go ahead and read your copy, they'll be like, wow, this is a bigger problem than I thought. And then they'll choose to move forward. What you can also use is basically this line, which is, People go towards pleasure and away from pain. So just think about that whenever you're writing copy. Um, and definitely just, yeah, like I said, connect with their emotions because people make decisions on emotions and then rationalize them with logic or they make, you know, bind decisions like that. Um, 
and you should be specific and as targeted as possible. Uh, when you go too general and too broad, it doesn't feel like they don't connect with it and they don't relate. So try and be as contextual as possible because it helps people relate to your copy. Um, make it basically feel like you're talking to them one-on-one. -on -one. Like I said, it's like having a one-on-one -on -one conversation and they're just reading along. And this is why it blows my mind when people try to use words like everyone or you guys and all this type of stuff. It's like you have to say the word you. Speak directly to the person that you are trying to advertise to or market to all the time. Um, and keep in mind, at least on Facebook, you only have about six lines before someone needs to click read more and read the rest of your copy. So in those first six lines, you really have to get them interested to read the rest or click the call to action right away. Um, and you know, I don't know exactly how much copywriting you have on a Facebook ad. I think it's like 2000 words or something pretty long, but only those six lines they can see on desktop and mobile before they, you know, can have to click read more or go to your landing page or click on the ad and stuff, but mention their problem and really like almost agitate the problem a little bit so that they really understand how big of a problem it is and that you're the solution for that. So. The next step is talking about your solution. After they see how big the problem really is and they emotionally connect to it, um, they can and they can basically relate to how you talk about it. Provide your solution as, um, or pro, pro, sorry, provide your product or service as the solution to their problem. Um, and you need to pique curiosity and don't give away like all the details too quickly because how psychology works is like if someone understand something completely and there's no kind of like curiosity or like mysteriousness to it they kind of just get bored and move on so make sure that they to learn more it should intrigue them to go to your website or to move forward or click the call to action or something to you know just learn more about your product or service so don't give everything away right away um, but you need to briefly answer these questions for them when you're talking about your solution. Who would buy? Why would they buy? What are they buying? And how would they buy? And I did this by writing this little example so you can get some, some context here. Um, this is kind of just something I randomly wrote. Um, it's not the best, but our full-time daycare is, the, is for single moms in the Philadelphia area struggling to find time to relax and have time to themselves. All it takes is a simple form to fill out and submit to us and we can start uh, taking away uh, some of the stressful burden off your shoulders of being a full-time parent uh, the next day just so you can in enjoy a bit of time with friends again. So I answered all those questions within two sentences and that's exactly how you should do it. Just be concise and tell, basically, you're talking about results and outcomes, not just features and benefits. If you just talk about features and benefits, that's a bore. People don't really care until they're until they've made the purchase or they've almost made the purchase, like they're heavily considering purchasing your product. They don't really need to know all the features and benefits until that's like that's only like five percent of the equation for most people because you know, like they make People make uh, buying decisions emotionally and then they rationalize with logic. So talk about the results and outcomes. And I did that there. Um, the next thing is results and proof and testimonials. And the best way to explain this is show, don't tell. It's super easy for you to talk about you know, your business all day and say how great it is. But for other people to say it is way more impactful when it comes to an ad. So you should have customer testimonial videos um, in your ad and creative so you can actually call them out in your copywriting. So let's say you had a video and you're a gym um, and your video is a customer testimonial of someone named Sarah in your copywriting, you can say in our video below, we talked to Sarah who joined our gym program 17 days ago and already lost 39 pounds. That's pretty powerful because if someone is interested in weight loss, then they're way more inclined to watch that video and be like, wow, you know, like I relate to that or I'm also a person that wants to do weight loss and I saw these results, this gym provided them, maybe I should, you know, click on the call to action or learn more about this gym. 
And it's basically just being authentic and real in a world of like the internet where there's so much noise and all this type of stuff. People just want like raw, you know, authentic realness. Um, and, you know, definitely just provide that in your testimonials because, and just make them as real as possible. Don't make, try to make them too professional or anything because then it looks fake and scripted. Just be real. Um, the next thing is never, you shouldn't, you shouldn't mention round or whole numbers. And the reason why is because those numbers typically aren't believable, even though they may be true. Um, you know, it's just not really like a believable number for most people. They just kind of like tune out. So what I mean by this is if someone got results with your product or service in let's say exactly 30 days or 14 days or 10 days or something kind of like a round number, you should extend that a little bit and say something like 32 days instead because it's like a pattern interrupt for most people and they'll see, oh, 32 days, that's very interesting. Like, you know what I mean? Instead of like when you see, when you hear 30 days, you're like, oh yeah, like everybody says that. But when you say 32 days, for whatever reason, people just like are more intrigued by that and it seems a lot more real. So, and never go under, like obviously if they got results in 30 days, so don't say 29 days because that's not true. Always do your copywriting and everything with integrity, but you should probably go a little bit longer, which also kind of helps you exceed, you know, expectations. Um, you know, but you should put something like 32 days or, you know, something like that. It's kind of like an odd number just to make people, you know, believe it more basically. Um, and then your call to action would basically be the last step, which is you need to only have one call to action. There's a lot of ads that I see that basically have like four call to actions. And then it's like, what do you really want people to do? <laughs> you know what I mean? You just have one thing and just make it very simple. If you want to have multiple call to actions, have multiple ads that are very different um, and have the call to action very clear and concise in every single one of those ads if it's different. Um, and just copy and paste the call to action multiple times throughout your copy. So you should have it once near the beginning, once in the end or the middle, and then once near the end. And then you actually, like in a Facebook ad, you actually have a button that's a call to action right there near the headline. So the reason why you're copying and pasting it multiple times is because as as someone is reading your copy, there's going to be different people that buy or like want to move forward at different times. So for some people, maybe they only need to read the first six lines before they actually do want to move forward and like click on your call to action. Other people, maybe they have to read halfway through your copy before they're like, okay, I trust this. I'm going to go ahead and move forward. Some people need to read the whole entire thing before they really trust you enough to click on the call to action. So just make sure you have it multiple times in there for each of those different type of people um, and deliver on your promises when someone takes action on your, or uh, when takes, you know, takes action in your ad. And I mean this in two ways. First of all, um, basically when someone clicks on your ad and they go to the landing page, or they go to your website or they go wherever, make sure it's the exact like same copy and like video. And it's not some completely irrelevant web page and stuff. Cause I've seen people where it's like, you know, oh, click to click here to schedule a call or order something now. And then they, they go, okay, I click on that. And then it's just like the homepage of the website. And it's like the person is not going to take the time to go find your contact form or your scheduling form or anything like that. You, they, they expected something and you didn't deliver. You didn't like basically follow through on the promise. So they're not going to trust the ad and they're just going to leave. So make sure you deliver on the promises and give them what they expect. <laughs> um, or, you know, whatever you're promising, just deliver on it. Um, and make it easy and a low investment to start. Um, so like I kind of did here in the solution part of this example, I put all it takes is a simple form to fill out and submit to us. Now that's super, you know, low, uh, low investment, and very easy to do. All someone has to do is fill out a form and it sends it off and then their job is done. And if you were trying to do some high investment type of thing of like, yeah, go directly to the order page and make this a thousand dollar decision right away. And the person's going to be like, whoa, like, I don't know your brand. I don't know, you know, I've never seen this before and stuff like that. Like you want to start small and kind of go up, 
you know, from there, but make it really easy. Don't make it some convoluted process just to schedule a call with you. Um, you know, just make it easy, make it low investment to start. And you can always upsell them and stuff like that later if you choose. Um, and just don't have so many unnecessary details. They're going to scare people away. Like I said, a lot of people try to go in on like the features and the benefits and things like that. You don't need to talk about that stuff until a lot later, really just talk about the results and outcomes and have your call to action be the way that they can move forward toward those uh, results and outcomes. Now that's basically the five step process for Facebook ad copywriting. Um, the last thing I wanted to show you is kind of just like a little example here. So this isn't uh, this isn't the best example, but I found like a random ad here for Audi and it says, you know, um, I'll just go through this here. So the six lines of text, those are gonna be up here where it says watch Audi live now and experience the all new Audi Q5, like that type of stuff. They only wrote one line, which is not really the best way to do it. That seems more of like a branding ad rather than like any marketing stuff. Like they're just trying to build up a brand. Um, and lots of bigger companies do that, which is completely fine. It's a good thing to do. But your ad is most likely going to have like six lines of text right here before someone has to click read more. And then your image and everything like that, or your creative is this. And then this, uh, this text right here where it says the all new Audi Q5, that's the headline that I talk about. And then where it says learn more, that's the actual call to action button that's within the ad. Now you can also put links within the text up there. So that's where I said copy and paste your call to action and put that there. Your link description is usually below this text where it says the all new Audi Q5. Um, you can put some additional text of like, you know, limited time offer or limited availability or schedule your call now or something like that. That's just called the link description. And then your display URL link is the thing that's above that. So you can see Audi dot ie i think is the link you can see there you want to make sure that this is a like reputable link so let's say your uh your you know website is like texaschiropractor.com or something don't make it like some weird link like people can see like a bitly link or you know like some other weird thing make it like a very professional looking clean link that is like texaschiropractor.com slash call slash schedule or you know a contact or something like that just so people know that if they click on the link it's going to be a reputable link not like some weird other could be like a spam link or something like that and then the call to action button uh, is the learn more you can also put stuff like subscribe or opt-in or different like words in that in that call to, uh, call to action button and then your uh, kind of like a bonus tip your ad media creative like this picture or video in the middle shouldn't really have a lot of text if possible facebook just doesn't like text being in there uh, so most of the copywriting is not going to be done on the images and the videos it's going to be done in the text um but yeah, so in a nutshell, that is uh, effective ad copywriting in five steps. And I try to show you a little example here. Uh, a lot of this stuff was, again, tailored towards like Facebook and Instagram and digital advertisements. But these principles, again, can work for any type of copywriting. Um, old traditional marketing just doesn't you know, tend to work as well anymore. So nobody's paying attention to that stuff. Um, digital is kind of where it's at and where everybody's attention is at. So that's why I like to focus on that. But Again, my name is Eric. I appreciate you watching this video. If you got value out of it, go ahead and click the like button. And uh, let's see, if you got to the end of the video, go ahead and comment the word copywriting in the comments um, or you know, just something like that. Uh, to, know, to let me know that you know you watched the end of the video um, and then yeah just share this video with a friend as well and subscribe to my channel to get uh, updated with all the videos that I put out from now on because I talk about you know entrepreneurship and marketing and personal development and all these different things so it really helped me out and show support I appreciate that very much and other than that I will see you in the next video